everyone welcome to happens and streets with baba and queen hi how's everyone doing we're all you good reply, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that so we have special guests today yeah we brought you a whole family as always we try to bring you the best of everything so they are about to share their experience being a racing family we'll get into it like how long they've been doing this where the interests stemmed from and you know i'm just going to let them introduce themselves hi everyone uh thanks for this opportunity uh baba and queen we cherish you guys a lot uh this is my family. Uh, this is uh, my name is Nell Kajo Ampofu Anim, and this is the Ampofu Anim family. Uh, I will leave at this point. I will introduce my wife, who is Florence Jacqueline Ampofu Anim, Mrs. And we have Nathan Ampofu Anim and Jotham Ampofu Anim as well. You may know them as AA Bros. Yeah. yeah, that's right. The AA Bros racing family. I I think is is the family most of us wanted to have <laughs> at this point because I meet a lot of people who say, "Oh, I wish my parents introduced me to racing, or I wish I started like I knew about racing growing up." And I wish I knew like personally knew yeah. about racing growing up. So it's really an honor to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Um, I think we should just go into where the interest stemmed from for all of you, actually. So you can start with Papa AA. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I would say I think uh, today, even though we've introduced ourselves as uh, the AA Bros for Racing Family, it's all about Nathan and Jotham, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I have loved motorsport since i was like their age as well uh fine obviously i grew up in africa so not much opportunity for you to become a racer but um each time i had opportunity to watch it i really enjoyed it and so as i traveled and i moved into the uk to live here and then uh, got a family uh i still watch uh, f1 or other motorsports and so when Nathan was born he will always uh, be by my side as we watch motorsports and be by the time we realized he has also kind of uh, uh, grew up into the uh, I mean uh, I mean having interest in motorsports watching it and even uh, uh, the most uh, inspiring thing is we saw him growing up uh, into his toy cars you don't touch nathan's toy cars mm. <laughs> yes i think at this point i will i will uh leave him to tell his, his own story yeah. yeah um so i remember when i was young i only used to want toy cars when <laughs> we went to the shops and um i used to love watching racing cartoons like Ori the racing car I remember I had a whole wall-sized wallpaper full of Ori the racing car and all my bed sheets were Ori the racing car as well 
and then yeah, do you know about Rory the racing car? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a song for it, Rory the racing car, Rory, my wow. number one car. Oh. GTV didn't show. Up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was. It was, was, it, it's yeah, was red. it red? Yeah, yeah red, it's red car. Rory res, racing and car. And which one was the and yellow? Then there was, then? No, there's Lightning McQueen as well. Oh, oh yeah. right. Oh, yeah. No, so that's a different brand. Yeah. Rory is different. So when like when the children about two three years old it will yeah. be Rory mm. and then Lightning McQueen is another his one room. so uh, Nathan had a whole like his wallpaper had Rory bed, bed bins Nathan it's your story let's tell it yeah. um, and then my first memory of Formula One was when I was about five six years old and then I remember I liked Hamilton because the abbreviation was ham and that was my favorite food at the time <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish Hamilton would hear this. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a sign. Oh, that's, you know? that's really interesting. I never knew that. And then, um, from then, we used to race our toy cars on the floor and then pretend oh, to come in and do pit stops all around oh, the house. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> you couldn't walk on the corridor smoothly. You have to actually tiptoe in between toy oh. cars. Yeah. You and that was painful for us because you can imagine as toddlers the amount of trousers or jeans it they will always mm. scrape on the knees <laughs> mm. and they would bruise on the knees as well because they drive on the knee and go <laughs> and there yeah in the yeah. car in the in the house so yeah they started dressing before they could mm. Jotham? oh uh, you wanted to uh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. your first um, memory uh, my first recent. memory of um, racing was um, using toy cars with like Lightning McQueen and stuff, um, racing across the floor as well, and and also my fifth birthday party, we decided to go to Daytona Milton Keynes um, to have a go karting race with my friends and Nathan, and. Um, I also remember that one of my friends, he didn't want to go, so we let, so we decided to um, make him go and then see if he enjoy it, and he ended up really loving racing. Yeah. You're such a good friend. <laughs> so well, that was their first rest together, and up yeah, until no. today, there's there's always yeah. a unresolved conflict, or you you may want you, you may want to call it beef race. because on that day <laughs> they were racing together, and I still can't remember who won, but one of them says <laughs> the one who won was taken off by the other. So until today, oh, they so always talk about. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that race? I would have won if you didn't take me out, but you took me mm. out. So yeah. Yeah. <coughs> he turned in on me and spun. I told you spun. He turned in on me and spun. Oh. you took him out. And what happened? He drove Jordan? in front of me. There's nothing. So you took him out. <laughs> what happened? Hmm? What's your side so of the story? So that's why they, we can't tell <laughs> who I, was. I was going through a corner and he hit me in the rear. The so he hit you in the rear? Yeah. In the rear. Oh. So, penalty. so well. <laughs> so you see where, I mean, that And you were five then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was his fifth birthday. Uh, well, a day before. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So that was the first ever uh, carton experience yeah. they had. 
They just grew up from there. Never looked back. And then from there, yeah. I think it was the Bambina Saket, the little Saket at Daytona on the side. Yeah. So um, when we realized that they were good, we started taking them back and they had lap records. So on the oh, board, yeah. when you go in, they've put in like who's had their fastest lap time of the week or the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we always want to go there and make sure that the boys' <laughs> names were on the Definitely AA. It could be Nathan AA. This week, and then the following week, you see JAA. -A. Yeah, so it was nice. definitely. But the official record yeah. was held by Jotham before they restructured, they reorganized yeah. the truck, isn't it? And you the took truck. the trophy for it was them. there for a very long time. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, just so we are clear, maybe they might think you are twins or something. Do you want to? A lot of people. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm 15. Okay. He's 12. So it's a three year difference. Yeah. Nice. Two and a half, to be precise. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half. Yeah, because so you'll be 13 in December. Oh, yeah. oh you'll be 13. Yeah. We are yeah. close. I'm November, <laughs> almost. Ooh. Yeah. Um, okay, so I just wanted us to also go into, like, for the parents, right? How has it been being recent parents because i know it goes like there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into it there's weekends there's preparations in fact i know usually it even starts before the actual weekend right mm -hmm. and helping them even balance their education with this passion like obviously you are super supportive parents but how has that balance been um yeah. i think uh, jackie speak when it comes to balancing schoolwork and racing we've got an a non-negotiable rule education mm -hmm. comes first so you would not race if you're not if your grades are not where they're supposed to be mm -hmm. and where your grades are supposed to be is not in comparison with your other school peers because those are out of scope so we have conversations where they would come in and say i've done really well i've got 90 we still have to talk about the 10 percent that hasn't been captured there's always room for improvement and they know that they're that's a minimum expectation so, and we, ha we can't complain because they've always delivered what we've asked for. So we've got no complaints when it comes to, to studies. They, they do what they're supposed to do and they exceed our expectations. Um, coming back to life and, you know, family, I think we've all gone into this together. We've made the sacrifice knowing that it's going to take a lot of our weekends. It's going to take a lot of our, our time balancing with work so when it comes to a resting weekend we would take off on friday and come back on sunday so the 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 week before if there's any homework that has to be done for monday it will be done and then we just plan along and 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 go and come and so most of the time i think the impact it's had most on weekends and stuff like that it's is is now because he works at times weekends so if because we rest weekends, all the weekends that fall on a work day will be taken as annual leave. So we have had to sacrifice going away on holiday and everything else and just put everything that we have on the track for them to give them that opportunity to take them closer and closer to their dream. It's a family affair, I think, is that's the AA bros. Yeah, and it's a good way of bonding as well, I would imagine. Yes, well, definitely. These plans and decisions together. Yeah. And even with Baba over here, we have that kind of same thing. We've had to do a lot of traveling together and mm -hmm. all that. So it helps with, you know, building a relationship as, as a family as it well. It does, because yeah. I think, I think yeah. the most enjoyable moments have been on the track and the most stressful moments have also. <laughs> 
been on the track not because it's just like because we we take that as holiday and we have like family banter and mm -hmm. you know enjoy it as as part of the journey yeah. so it, it's a whole family thing and everybody normally every, everybody pulls their weight and everybody knows that we're in this together and just to follow up on like the education aspects, is it but on a term basis or like per week? So if maybe they don't do so well on this one test this week, it's more of a cumulative um, goal than like as and when. To be fair, I'm not sure how the education system works compared to in Ghana because we would usually have like um, midterms and then end of. No, so the way that uh, here. We follow their education quite closely, so like we've got a portal where their um, school timetable is, so that's where we'll monitor what homework you know needs to be done. Mm -hmm. But the teachers also post results of the specific homeworks or end of term tests. It will be on the same platform. So times before they know, we on it. So if you've done, as you Ghanaians would say, some nyama nyama work at. <laughs> At school, by the time you come, we're waiting for you, we're ready for you. But or to echo on that, I think what I thank God for, what we thank God for, is the fact that these children are very hardworking. They, they, they've never known anything other than being hardworking to the point yeah. that we don't have to push them because they bring it. I mean, Nathan would create his own timetable to revise for his test. And he, we say, you go to bed at 10. He would say, no, can I sell till 11.30? Because I need to finish this because I'm going to beat all my friends. Because and, and so we don't have the need to push them to work hard because they want it as much as we do. Yeah. So it makes it easier for us when they bring in their grades and when they go on the track, guess what? They bring it too. Yeah, exactly. That's, exactly. that's impressive. That's like the culture of excellence everywhere. Yeah. And discipline, it's not easy, yeah. honestly. I know, especially <laughs> for your age, it's like it's that's very like self motivation as well. Wow. And someone told me recently that the, the self motivators are the rulers of the world, so <laughs> you can imagine, yeah. But that's true, anyway. So, okay. going back to the point on, on the most enjoyable and the most stressful parts of. of this whole journey do you want to share like a, a specific story when it comes to like one enjoyable thing one enjoyable moment on the track this is one of the stressful moments on the track i think and each person should take their yeah i can say nathan do you want to talk about your most enjoyable moment and you guys talk about your enjoyable and your not so enjoyable um i think my most enjoyable moment on the track is when me and jofum raced together at raura in cumbria where we had a battle. We weren't the fastest on that day, but we were so similar match, similarly matched in pace that we went the whole race basically side to side. And I think for both of us, that was one of the best moments we shared on the track. But probably for, for mum and dad, it was one of the most stressful. <laughs> we were basically inches apart for the whole race. Mm. It's like the Monza race, <laughs> Ferrari, yeah. the boys. I think that that rest was really, it was interesting, but for the group was actually cheering for them. It was like they were putting Divisions. on a show, but they were not. But they, I think the beauty is when they rest together, they rest with respect. 
I think they learned from that five-year-old race where it's the side <laughs> eye. Whatever happened, but <laughs> since then, we've we've had that accolade when we go to races, and people wouldn't know us, and we wouldn't know them. Even the marshals, you remember? I think it was Risington. They came to us and say, "You guys, I love the way you boys rest together." So every time they rest together, they give each other respect, but they will challenge each other. I mean, maybe to or Jonathan, you would like to. What's your most memorable? Your... Um, well, my start with the best or the worst. The which of <laughs> the best, which, please? Um, my most enjoyable moment was um, at Fulbeck. We, I was having a hard race because we did the tire pressures to the wrong setting for the final race, and then I was in second the whole time, but then. With like three laps to go, first place, um, so a plug to like the engine came off, and then I took the lead. And then with on the final lap, um, I made a mistake into the final corner, and someone was right behind me, so I thought I'd lost it. But I ended up crossing the line and winning um, the race. And the crowd goes wild. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just. Imagining yeah, the, yeah. the entire thing happening. The of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Nice. And what's the worst? I think you had a worst. Yeah, yeah what that was the worst? What worst? Um, the same cart that I won that race with. Most of the time, it's on and off within races. So, like sometimes it can be really good, and sometimes it can be very unreliable. Oh. Like mechanical <coughs> and that's and that's that's kind of sums uh, uh well, well it's, it's really early to some our journey but that gives a snippet of the struggles that we would be facing we have been facing and will be facing because at times the racer can be good but if they haven't got the equipment due to funds or financing or technical know-how there's nothing you can do about it mm-hmm. and this is something that we, we've seen if, if, Nobody can stand up and say they're a better driver than Lewis. But right now, we know the struggles. It's not with the driver, but it's something that the company needs to do more about. So the, as much as the guys are talented, at times it's out of our hands mm-hmm. with racing. Uh, your cut is older than you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's not even joking. Maybe a fifth-hand cut because that, that's the humble beginning. That's where we are. We would love to be able to perform but then if you haven't got the equipment under you, you simply, there's nothing you can do. So, and, and that's, that's a journey, right? That's where help and all that thing, all those things would come to give them a break because they've got the skill and the technique, but then, and, and the talent, but without the equipment or the break or the platform, there's not, no further much you can do. Yeah, um, just to, yeah, yeah, I mean, the little I want to add is, uh, in terms of uh, the, the, the uh, I mean, from day one till now, I would say every day has been a joyous day. Every day has been a remarkable one that I will never, like, change for anything. Um, as they have been racing for all these years, to be honest, I think end of this year will be like it's eight. Will be uh, the f- eight years? Is it how many years? Yeah. Um, I mean, anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we're still uh, in it, and every race 
they gain some kind of experience it gives them new exposures new, new skills new sort of i mean uh, technicalities and all that so for me when people ask these kind of questions whereby which is has been your best or something fine I mean uh, being on the podium obviously will be every driver's dream but sometimes those of us at the background we just uh, look on the, at the whole picture whereby uh, from morning to I mean of, of Friday to Sunday evening every little thing comes to us so that is how i look at it and some of the uh, difficulties obviously from my perspective as a, a dad uh, an engineer uh, <laughs> a mechanic everything strategist whatever uh, hasn't been easy because even with people with i mean single drivers we see their hustle mm -hmm. so how much more you having two competitive drivers to have one good and one like average i think it's still uh, difficult but there is a leeway because you it gives you where to put your focus to but when you have two of hamiltons wow. in, one, of, in one house <laughs> then you have a, a big task on your hand yeah. especially when we go to racing and they race one after the other because now Nathan is 15, he's moved on to like uh, the next level up. So, but then you go, whatever setup or preparation you have for Nathan will have to be slightly different from what you will have for Jotham. And if you are the same person who have to strategize or them, I mean, f for the for their races, you can you can make some mistakes isn't it and you can actually get a bit confused of what you to tell Nathan and what to tell Jotham so this is where your attention your full attention has to be switched on the whole weekend I mean I can raise my hand I have made errors of course that has costed <laughs> the whole family big time yeah whereby they started well Saturday Saturday was excellent sunday race day i just touch something and then everything mm. goes wrong and or then, sometimes beginning begi beginning, <laughs> beginning of sunday excellent just the final oh, I, yeah. I i i change something or i in the in 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 the heart of whereby i'm oh for what i have seen i want to make it better you understand but then not knowing that additional step can just pull the whole thing so all these things are learning curves yeah whereby we come in and they are all angry but sometimes when it, we do and it goes well uh, we also you enjoy that's <laughs> it you of the day. yes uh, yeah so that is exactly how it is but to be honest with you apart from all this um, Obviously, motorsport is nothing cheap. Yeah, unless you're a dreamer, you know. But motorsport is very expensive. We have to be real. Everything that Hamilton cries about for, I mean, you know, for cost-effective racing in future, uh, they need to listen and it needs to come to reality because sometimes it, 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 it kind of deter 
people, future drivers, to be, to be, to be from people who can become like ten times Hamilton. It cannot, I mean, deter them from racing. And then we don't, we don't. That's why we don't have, let's say, lots of black drivers because. I'm not saying that black people are poor, but uh, some people cannot just afford it. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Affordability is key in racing, in motorsport. Yeah. A child can be as good as all, but if you don't have the means to put him on the track uh, regularly, then you're just fighting a, lo uh, a losing battle right from the beginning. So. I think for where we've got into, we just humbly thank God for bringing us this far and even for the fact that we still have the opportunity to continue to race. And I believe that AA Brothers so far has, has really put their mark on several tracks in the country. Mm -hmm. Nathan and, was going to talk about yeah. his other element of that question, wasn't it? Yeah, the worst part. Oh, um, there, there's always obviously going to be some, some ups and downs, but um, my worst part was probably at Risington where I I felt like I had the pace, but my body couldn't get to the limit that I wanted to push it to, and I had to pull out of the race, and it was, it was unfortunate because um, obviously... It's, it's difficult having sickle cell and everybody else could push their body to to the places where it needs to go but when when the crisis comes and I'm and I'm in pain and I'm tired there's nothing much I can do to to get to where I need to be and um, just for I know a lot of people don't know much about sickle cell because it's something that happens more to our race than others do you want to maybe share a bit more light? about exactly what it is? Um, so sickle cell is it's a lifelong medical condition that um, can be passed down through generations where the the, sickle, the cells in your body turn into like a, a sickle moon shape. In the blood? And, yeah, the blood cells. So when they're going through the bloodstream they get clotted easily and it causes some painful crisis and um, I get tired easily because it can't carry as much oxygen as normal blood cells would. When you yeah, say... Go on. Sorry. Go on. Go on, Jotham, what did Jotham, you say? I was going to say that you should elaborate on the crisis, mm -hmm. like explain mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah, when you say crisis and pain, can you describe the pain for people to understand? Because um, that's something that only it, you can talk it about. It varies. So most of the time it's like... Um, like a stabbing pain and then other times it's more like a bit of a headache so it can get to sometimes I can deal with it but sometimes it's very very bad and I have to take a lot of painkillers to try and make it go away. How often would you say you get like a crisis? Is it more of a daily thing or um, it just depends? It depends. I mean, I mean sometimes it can also depend on the weather as well so if it's if it's hotter like it is now then obviously the the bloodstream gets thinner, so um, thicker even. But so it's not as hard for me to get a crisis. And then if it's too cold as well, then um, the bloodstream gets thinner, 
and then it can clot easier so um, it really depends on how everything else is playing as well so if I'm doing a lot of exercise it will occur more often than if I'm just sitting down watching television that's interesting but you still push through it because yeah. racing is your passion yeah obviously so um, I feel like sometimes on some days I go into the weekends feeling like I know I'm going to have a crisis mm. but I don't want to stop because obviously it's what I want to do and I really enjoy it but other days I'm able to just do it and not really feel any effects. Do so, you think your your passion helps? Like you get in like your passion fuels you enough that even though you are going through a crisis you can power through because you mentioned like sometimes you don't feel it at all. Is it because you just love it that much? Yeah, I think that's a big part as well cuz I've told mum before sometimes if I am feeling like I'm in a crisis and I'm driving, then all of it just goes away because I'm only focused on one goal and that is going as fast as I can. So it kind of eradicates everything in my mind to just focus on one thing. And then when I get out the car, then that's when you can start to see that I'm not feeling as good as I would want to be. So I think um, when we realise um, Nathan's health condition, and we then realize both their passion in karting. For Nathan, karting is more of um, an escape from a world constant filled with pain. So it's, I've seen a t-shirt saying karting is my therapy and I've always kind of seen that, that that's what Nathan should be wearing because most of the time that's the one thing that he wants to do. And once he sits in his gold cart and his helmet is on, he's in a totally different world where there is no pain. So, and he says, as he says, he focuses on going as fast as he can. Pain doesn't exist there. So, and at times, even when he's in hospital admitted, and I remember this day, um, I think he was in year five or year six, and he had gone through admission for about seven days been on morphine for all those days and intravenous morphine, intravenous fluids, but then he had a championship race at Daytona Milton Keynes and all his medical team know about his passion. And I think you're leading the championship. Yeah, that was championship, the INCA 2019. Yeah. He was leading the championship and he had to like, if you don't go, you lose the points, right? So his medical team gave them um, a medical leave to go out racing. Nathan went out and he still had his cannula in. His cannula in, you know, attached to his veins, but he had to go. He, uh, we brought his racing suits, and he went in, and he took his spot on the grid, ready to race. And I remember thinking, um, this might not be a, such a good idea, but because of the joy that it brings to him, you just want him to get that good feeling, adrenaline rush through. Yeah. So he went in, and of course his body was weak, and of course he didn't win, and of course, so he was going, he was pushing everything, but he can't, because cutting can be very physical yeah. at times. So he was pushing through, but he couldn't do it, and, and his body couldn't do it, and he came out and he was crying, he's like, Mom, what happened? I prayed, I did everything, and, but the cut wasn't going, I just don't have, have, have the energy. And I remember I said to him, the fact that you came out of the hospital and took your position on the grid with a cannula on, you're already a winner. It doesn't matter yeah. whether you've lost or won, yeah. but it's, it's scenes and memories like that that drive us to go the extra mile 
to give him that therapy. So most of the times he would be admitted, but he would say, I want to go karting, I want to go karting. But, so that's the combination of karting, not just being a passion of, you know, it's not just a hobby, it's not something that you just do, but it adds, it brings a different world to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's inspirational to me. I'm the emotional one, in case you can't tell. <laughs> um, I should have warned you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because... I mean, so so many of us go through so much in life and we choose to give up and it's just touching to know that at this stage in his life already, he's pushing through so much and hopefully some of you listening will get inspiration through this. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not also, I just want to add a caveat because all this, I know we've, talking, we've spoken about Nathan's passion and pushing and going through this, but let's not forget that if it wasn't for the support and he had the help he gets from Jotham, he wouldn't be where he is. And then this brings me another memory where um, I'm going to say you were seven when you got the Lifetime Award uh, from Sickle Cell Society for Lifetime Achievement at the age of seven or nine because of what he has achieved living with sickle cell disease. So he got nominated and he got given the Floella Benjamin Lifetime Achievement Award. But when when Nathan took the stage, the only thing that he wanted to say, he called his brother up and and he said, I couldn't have done this without my brother Jotham. He's the most supporting brother I could ever have. You're going to have to stop crying because you're not in the day. (laughs) So um, Jotham has always been there. And um, one of one of the days as we were talking about, you know, sponsorship and stuff like that, I said, guys, why should people listen to you? Why should people support you? And I'm not going to um, answer that question. I hope you remember your answers. Um, we were look, creating their profile and say, guys, you know, this is hard for us. This is what we can do. But why should other people back you up? Nathan, do you remember your answer? Um, I think people should back us up because... We've obviously we've obviously got um, proven success in most of the tracks that we've gone to so far, and we've got we've got like our mum said earlier we've got a good hardworking personality both of us, and it's more it's more to inspire people that do have their own diagnosis that just because they've got the diagnosis, it shouldn't mean that they should sit at home and do nothing their whole lives. Mm. That I've done what I can, I, what I wanted to do, yeah. and that should be an inspiration to them to go on and say that they can do it as well. Yeah. That's really one of our main goals in this lifetime. Remember your answer? Um, I think that people should back us because... Um, Obviously, we've achieved a lot um, from a very young age, and um, there's still more. Hmm? So there's still more in the tank. Yeah, and okay. um, obviously, um, Nathan is also struggling, and we would like people to like notice that and to help us and help him to achieve his goal. And, um, I think the answer that you gave me on that, Nathan's answer was, of course, he wants everybody who's, as he said, has got a diagnosis mm-hmm. to know that your diagnosis should not define you. Mm-hmm. And there may be days that you're not able to get up and chase your dream. 
But the days that you can get up and chase your dream, you need to get up and chase your dream. Because do you know what? Your dreams are as worth it and as, as amazing and as recognable and, you know, worth to be chased just like anybody else. Yeah. So there's so many people who would have a lifelong diagnosis. But what is it you can do on, on good days and to inspire everybody who's got a lifelong medical condition to get out and pursue your dreams? And... Everybody, a Jotham's message, everybody needs a Jotham in their life. Everybody needs that brother that one day you're not able to serve your own food. One day you're not able to get your own clothes. One day you're not able to stand up on your own. We all have got those days. And Jotham stands up and takes that spot. So um, backing the boys is backing a whole um, group of people who need help and support to push and achieve over and above their dreams. Yeah, I actually want to volunteer. Like, what can you do? What yes. do you need me to do? <laughs> <laughs> what do you need me to do? Yeah. Just anything you need me to do. Like it's like you mentioned. It's just about you know backing the dream and getting yeah. them across the line. That's right. It's absolutely about them and making That's sure right. they achieve their goals, and you know helping them do that and. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's just an amazing yeah. thing. Yeah. That's our dream yeah, has always uh, been supporting them, always yeah. to try and get them to get that one step closer to yeah. their dream. So, talking about like goals and you know achieving your dreams, where do you see yourselves in in the next five years? What's the it's what's the goal? Yes, yeah, it sounds like a, an interview question, but let's let's just rephrase it and say, what's the goal for you? What's the ultimate goal? Um, I think the obviously the ultimate goal for us is to get to get into one of the top seats in F one. I feel like in the next five years maybe we could get from karting to at least single seater cars mm -hmm. and then try and get recognized by one of the junior driving programmes mm -hmm. to get up the ranks from F four to F three to F two and then maybe even F one. We'll see, see how it how it goes. There you go, in five years. That's the, that's the goal. Got a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely mention your name everywhere, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone we meet, have you met AA bros? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Thank you. for for Jota, same thing, right? Not to what? assume. <laughs> What's your goal? The next five years. In the next five years, um, hopefully as Nathan said, like moving up into the single seaters. And then getting recognised by uh, a, ver a different variety of junior programmes mm -hmm. and making it up the m and moving up the levels to hopefully make it to Formula One. Okay. Right. Since your goal is to get to Formula One, I don't want you to pick favourites or anything. But do you have a favourite driver, drivers? <laughs> and why? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the obvious answer is obviously Lewis Hamilton because growing up that's the only kind of role model that I see that looks like me so I uh, think it's easy to relate to him and his story because I feel like we're kind of going through the same struggles as he did to get there mm -hmm. and it kind of shows that if he can do it maybe I can do it as well yeah. um, My favourite driver is also Lewis Hamilton because how he's inspired young black people like me and Nathan, and mm. um, that um, if you, even if you don't have the resources or the money, 
you can still make it to that high level yeah and we've spoken a lot about like how passionate you are for racing <coughs> but do you have any other interests <laughs> Oh, yeah. You're gonna wish you didn't ask that question because <laughs> I'm just gonna be quiet and let Jotham start. <laughs> yeah. uh, I really like to play football. I just love the sport, and every lunchtime at school, I um, I bring my own football and I play with my friends. Right, you could you could as well even start from you've been you've been in football before. Yeah, I used to play for a team. I was playing goalkeeper. But now I'm not really playing goalkeeper. I play like striker and centre. Wow, that's like mm. a 360 <laughs> yeah. from saving the balls to kicking. Um, yeah, me obviously. Uh, yeah, I've been in football for a really long time. Um, I I love I think I love watching the sport and playing it as well. Um, um, Tell what you've yeah, been. Um, <laughs> I used to be a goalkeeper as well. Mm. I got. Scouted by Leicester when I was hey, eight wow. or nine, yeah. and um, I won the county plate with with my team as well when I was nine years old. I think, and then all the trophies you guys have. <laughs> it doesn't end there. What about? Let's talk about basketball. Basketball. Oh yeah. And then during lockdown, we moved from football to basketball, and yeah, that went well as well. We got. Going to Northampton, Northampton. 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 Just talented, you can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Impressive. What inspired the move from, I almost said soccer, sorry, we are now. <laughs> 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 football to basketball. Um, that was in lockdown. lockdown and we couldn't play football because of COVID. We couldn't like, meet up. So. Um, our mum and dad decided to get us a basketball hoop over there and we just decided to play and then we decided why not join the team after lockdown and we just started playing from there. Wow, so you're trying to tell me that the two of you managed to challenge each other to that point, like during lockdown, to sharpen your skills. And then after that, they actually went for a tryout and they got picked up. They, they got selected for <laughs> to play for their county. So, <laughs> so when they saw football, I was happy because one, football is outdoor, and you know, and 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 it's in winter. I can say happy because I was dealing with washing the dirty, muddy goalkeeper clothes and boots after every so. So I was happy. There's no standing outside in the cold and, you know, less. But then we had to ask, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Like, yeah, let's just play basketball. But basketball is indoors, y'all. So it's, it's, it's good. So, but then Jotham is taking us back because he <laughs> says now he wants to go back and play football. So as we say, we follow, we follow their dreams. Wow. Yeah. yeah, like you have no idea how big that is for some of us because I know like my I would say my parents were supportive but they were supportive because I was doing what they expected right I wonder if they would have been no actually I wanted to be a singer at a point and my mother said no <laughs> she said I didn't have the talent <laughs> well some things must be told right <laughs> you have to be truthful you don't want you to go and disgrace no, yourself no. So 
for this one. <laughs> I have evidence because later on I was singing in church and everyone kept telling her, Oh, well, to be fair, you have a good voice. Yes, so. it's not like the best, but it's a good voice. And then, it's something to work with. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, Oh, yeah, it's true, you do have a good voice. But I was trying to discourage you. That's what she told me later oh, on. Yeah. In so yeah, you guys are so blessed. I love the talent. Like you, you are yeah. really talented people. This is the perfect yeah. combination. Like you guys are going to go far. To be honest, I mean, uh, with the football, I uh, personally uh, you prefer. <laughs> I was a bit. No, I, I'm not a football. I'm not it's not so much of a football person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't chase football, uh, but I have a team I support. Yeah, and I, I, I back. Arsenal. Please. Arsenal. 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 It was a challenge to to us all. I mean, I wouldn't say us as parents alone, not to them as well. Because sometimes, right, a weekend like this, we have racing and we have they have like football match. But on the same day. That sometimes yeah. even some of the football matches, because they have the age difference, the 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 uh, where where they playing the games are not at the same. Wow. Yeah, they are different locations. Wow. So either one of us will be sprinting with the other yeah that's what we this, used to do go yeah. to this one to text this, one to yeah. this um, location yeah. one text, yes. and then and after then that we right meet at racing we all rush down yeah to we racing. meet at racing group, so they change in the car late. Yes, yeah. slightly late and they miss yeah. it, maybe. It's an adventure. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole adventure. Oh, you should have seen us those times. No, yeah, it, it was really really like a stretch mm-hmm. but then we were enjoying it until Later on, when we realized, no, this can't be anymore. Yeah. And at times, it was like when they were scouted, and yeah, yeah it's to, like you can't you're, help you're, it you're as well. You're good, to, yeah. you have to go for, yeah. I think, one of the trainings, yeah, evenings after work. Uh, and one of the, the things uh, that collided was when I think Nathan was doing a race at Daventry, and I was away with Jotham, so we we're coming there after, after he's finished because he was dressing in the afternoon. And I think Nathan was actually doing the final, and he actually won. That was the first time you, you won. A, do you remember at Wilton Mill? But I wasn't there. So then you called us. We were driving there. And I felt really bad. I missed his first win, like, especially on that circuit. He had won a Daytona. But Daventry, that was his first win. And he's like, Mom, I won. I was like, ah, oh, no, I wasn't there. So speeding to, to catch up with the rest. But we, we, we missed it. But as yeah. he's saying, it's hard because you need to put in work and focus not yeah. just on the I race mean, but the practice yeah with yeah. all that we have said and you i mean you're wowing and all that but uh some of the difficulties has been very very tough whereby some of us have to lose our jobs and all that yes it is uh, it's almost happened where i have to be pulled into uh disappearing and all that just because of trying to support what my kids love to do you understand it, it, that one, trust me, I don't know how many parents can stand withstand that. It almost broke me because, look, we all here in life and in this country for survival, and we you ha- you have to work. Mm-hmm. So 
if you have to work and you have to raise your family and now the means to raising your family is being kind of jeopardized or taken away from you just because you are doing the right thing so it, it was it was a blow but I mean after a while if you persist and like you, you have a tough skin to your agenda for your family then nothing can stop you you understand yeah. you just have to do it and i thank god that look as family trust me we all have the same interest the same head and the same plan and uh, agenda so it's it's it things work out because we communicate we agree and then we move you understand so sometimes uh, we meet other racing families and then like you see like only the dad brings the boy or only the mom brings the boy and the, the, one, the other partner is not interested. So all these challenges are there, do you understand? So it's sometimes really, really tough. When it came to football and we realized, no, we have to stop, we have to talk it over. I shared tears because it was at the time that I realized that they were really, really being focused on like like they were, yeah, I mean, scouts and the people, uh, they were good goalkeepers. The only bit I like about football is goalkeeping. Yeah. <laughs> they took that. <laughs> and, and then they took that and they were good. Mm. And like, like friends like, wow, where did you get this from? Your dad never played football. I never played football. I mean, only maybe casual ones. And yeah, that's mm. it. But I never will sit down like watching football unless it's like World Cup and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So how they got it and they were running with it, I was amazed. But then when they were stopping, uh, that's when it hit me. Like it took me a while to accept it. You understand? And then yeah, but then there was no way we could have carried on like that. There was no way. Yeah, something's got to give. So we, we, we let football go and then we focus on uh, on the racing. One team, yeah. one dream. Oh yes, yeah. yes. I'm sure. I'm sure you've seen their foot, uh, their motor as well, isn't it? Two brothers. Yeah. One team. Yeah. Yeah. People see us and they love it. I mean, like, yeah, like that. That alone is motivating, isn't it? It's motivating. And so just much. for people to know, I'm seeing Nathan's number sixty-two. That's right. And Jonathan's number is thirty-five. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. for your information. Do you want the background into the numbers? Because they can explain what they mean. I didn't yeah. pick them, so I'm going to let just, them talk about just, it. Well, Nathan. it's to do with numbers, but it's not just chosen. Um, um, 62 is the the day of all of our birthdays. So me and Dad are born on the same together. day. So we're both 20. And then Jothan's 13. Mom's 9. So I would add all that together is 62. Wow. And the, 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 the weird thing is we, we were clearing the garage the other day and we realized the house that we were living in when Nathan was born was number 62. 62. Yeah. The stars of a life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My then, number 35 um, is all of my... Um, date of birth put together. Put together. Mm. So 13 is the day. Um, December 12, and then I was born 2010. Yeah. Oh my god, I am an auntie. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realize when you said he's 12. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, so that's how the number I'll look out for it. You know, when you get into F1 and then they do that grill, that grill, and then they ask you, I'll say, I know the answer already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I wanted to ask about meeting Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yeah. oh, that's important for our listeners. <laughs> uh, how was that for you? Because you've mentioned, you know, how we have more than one picture. So, it's more <laughs> than... so I think. Do you want to do? Do you want an an insight on all the events and all the times? Because they're, they're all the different. Oh, and how Nathan... many times have you met him? <laughs> Nathan, go and talk to three? that. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. he's done yeah. three. I've done two. Oh, I yeah. see. How I, I want to hear about the first one because that's very so. The first one was in Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, yeah. It, it was it was amazing, and I think what, which which year 2016. I think that's that's very special to us. I'm, I'm not gonna go into details because, yeah, but I think uh, what Lewis resonates himself. more with yeah. me, and yeah. I'll never forget, uh, Lewis had um, Lewis had a, a, a panel of people that were lined Sorry. up to, to, to meet him. So went into the waiting room and we were on the far end. So he's coming from this side. And those all like um, people and companies that were lined up to meet Lewis with some little like helmets for him to sign. But he, when he walked out of the door, he came straight to the end to talk to us and spend time with us. And he said like having you guys here is like having my family. You guys are family. And I really like, like the fact that I know people say that Lewis is a snob and whatever it is that they say, but for me, for somebody to sit down with my children and actually ask Nathan, how are you doing in school? Mm. That just resonated with me because, you know, him and I align because we know what's important. Forget yeah. all this celebrity, forget all this racing, forget the fact that you're here with me. How are you doing in school? Mm. Like, it, it takes substance to get to the core of stuff and... And, and Nathan, late talks to experience, but he was sitting there like starstruck, like you can see, <laughs> but the excitement and the joy. Um, I don't actually really remember a lot about <laughs> that um, But the one bit that I do remember is after we met him, we got to go to the garage and sit in his car. He ordered he his actually... team to like, have you guys been in my car? Make sure you take them to my car. I think I'll just be crying today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, which one do you actually remember? Um, what was the most definitely amazing thing about yeah. that moment? Which one? I think yeah, the next year when we went to Brackley, Brackley, yeah, the, um, we got to, to meet him again, and then he actually threw an invite. I was aware. She was aware. They were in school. I just want to meet you guys again. I'm in Brackley and I'm free. If you guys, it's possible. Yeah, it was arranged. It was arranged. We arranged with Rosa. Yeah, to to get there. But that was that was a good moment. So Nathan, what do you remember? And then we sat down with him. And then, like, like how, yeah, and then, um, we, he, we showed him the tracks that we were driving yeah. at, and he took us through them and showed us how to get a bit faster at them. Yeah, I gave him like a little oh, master yeah. class. Yeah. This is what you do, oh, and yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, it did. And then we got to hold one of the trophies that he won the weekend before, and that oh, was fresh. Cool. Wow. Yeah. He actually oh, asked you to choose, awesome. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he said, oh. choose which one you want to... Yeah. This is second-hand exciting. <laughs> 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 and, and 
and then he also had time at that time yeah, i think uh, he was asking the boys like what football what football yeah, teams yeah. do you support and he actually really just, chilled and just, yeah, just had you started to... playing football like you were playing yeah 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 he actually had time for us yeah um i don't really remember um the one yeah. in abu dhabi because he was uh, yeah, he i mean Nathan doesn't remember <laughs> so. I, I was Four, you're in year one. Uh, yeah. Um, um but in oh, Brackley yeah. I remember um I remember dad saying he gave me some flowers and he said um just give it to him. He told me to yeah. um give it give them to him. But he told me not to do it straight away. But then I turned back around and he was there and I just handed it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like that sounds like something I'll do. <laughs> Uh, and how was how was meeting him like you know you also met him twice oh well, oh so that was the second one how yeah. how was it for you as an experience uh it was really exciting because um to meet um someone as successful as him like, in person was a one in a lifetime opportunity yeah. except that i've been bought twice <laughs> <laughs> yes um, we're blessed in some cases three times yeah. Lovely. And not in a rush, so a very relaxed environment, yeah. had time for us, so whenever, you know, it was good. It was okay, I'm conscious that Jatham has his soccer. <laughs> yeah, the, the football team has been rearranged till 3 o'clock. We've got a bit more yeah, time. Got pushed. Oh, okay. oh, it's 3 o'clock. Yeah. Oh. I was the only one worrying. I was no, 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 sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I was actually, I've been checking the time. <laughs> no, 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 he's a, so no, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. no, football is a three o'clock so we've got the time to yeah. and then as well he told them yeah, uh, 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 I was I was able to be um a grid kid uh oh. Britain Silverstone <laughs> That was it was really Brilliant. fun yeah, um yeah. we got i got all the suits and the the racing shoes and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and um i met him in the the paddock mm -hmm. and then he remembered me and then we we had wow. a little chat for a while <laughs> yeah what race was it uh silverstone silverstone yeah uh, it was it was really fun so he saw you. He was like, "Hey, I know you." Oh yeah, he actually recognized it as soon as he saw him. And then I, I didn't go with them, so I was home. Yeah. And as soon as he, and he came on telly, as soon as he came oh, on that's my son. I took a photo of it. Yeah, he had five me on television. Yeah. Oh, oh, on live television. I think we have that somewhere. I isn't took it. it. Yeah, I took it on oh. because all of them were there. They were in Silverstone. So I didn't go. Yeah. I mean, you have such lovely experiences for for mm -hmm. your age. I mean, mm. I can't remember what I was doing oh, when I was, when I was fifteen. I was probably reading a lot. I'm I'm a nerd, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I was reading a lot more. Just always not really having any interest apart from music. You reading a lot about motorsport, like F1. I was more of a science person growing up, so mm. I used to read like encyclopedias and like biology yeah. books. And do, stuff. Do uh, thank God. So, so, so thank God for Google. Now you don't need to walk around with I, encyclopedias. I actually mm. kind of miss it. <laughs> I love yeah. the smell of books, and you know. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need to get out a little I was reading, I was yeah i need to get out <laughs> i think they were romance books that me i was reading obviously i wasn't serious so but yeah i got into music as well so i had like, oh, yeah? drums bass i was i did music directing okay and all that so ah. yeah i was in joyful way for a bit so i had that as well joyful way incorporated or yeah. something mm, yeah you <laughs> it's like yeah. you, I, oh, I do yeah. something and re-shocking yeah. no they because recently they reformed over here isn't it Just oh i don't know about about them reforming yeah since we since i moved i've i've not really had a joyful way is yeah, yeah, yeah. joyful way they they have like a show every over Christmas. here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think s- they said some of the members and then obviously they've uh, they've uh, gathered with new members yeah i went for a program and them and Ozinzim, they came. You remember Ozinzim? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the age is telling. <laughs> I mean, John Fuller has been there since like 1975 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, is there anything else? So yeah, yeah, Osai wife or something was part of it, isn't it? Reverend, is it Reverend Osaibon? So. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. So, no. um, I think we've covered everything we wanted to and okay. we just wanted like any last thoughts yeah advice parting to, words yeah other people looking to get into this starting mm. afresh things you wish you knew at this point no not at this point like when you were beginning nathan do you want to go um i would say um failure is just part part of part of the sport because i remember when i was young i i used to hate losing like if I knew I had a chance of winning and I didn't win, I wouldn't I wouldn't be happy for like the rest of the week because I thought there was no other option than to win. Mm-hmm. But knowing that now, I feel like it's helped me get to where I am today because I know that that's just a part of the the story. That's just a stepping stone to where you have to be, where you where you want to get to um, by the time you stop. So I feel like. That's that's a good piece of wow, advice. That's Wise so mature for your age. Like, well, honestly, you, you would say, so but I, I want to add on to that because I think uh, Nathan's tenacity and resilience and determination actually inspires me mm-hmm. in my daily walk and work and just, you know, doing the things that we do every day. And um, he's quite challenged in a lot of things, but he would still arise and take his place and obliterate the opposition. And this is it, not just opposition, but as I say, cuts through studies, like even with 60% attendance in primary school, he had greater death in everything. Like he was dropping, like he was getting 98, his end of um, year six, 97, 98, 92, no, I think so 92 is. <laughs> so with, with that, I think, for me, it's just anything that you do and you're passionate about it or, or you push, you will get to where you need to. And, um, you know, he says that when he loses, he's unhappy. No. Crying. And Nathan would cry. But at the point where he cries, we've seen success at his lowest point. So when you got scouted for football as a goalkeeper, what were you doing, Nathan? Yeah, he he was literally, we played, I think it was the semi-finals, and he was a goalkeeper, and they lost 2-1, and he was on the goal post with his head in his hand on the floor, crying, 
when the scout walk into him to say, I think I want to scout you for Leicester goalkeeping. And, and, and then this happened again um, with, uh, driven, driven by us, yeah. James. Yeah. The first time he met Nathan, Nathan, what were you doing? Right. <laughs> it was his lowest moment because he dressed on Saturday. James came to meet us as um, A.A. Bros on Sunday. Nathan's body had given up on him. He had a rest to do, but he was going through a crisis. He couldn't. He was wearing his helmet and suits, everything, ready to rest. But then because of crisis, he couldn't. So he was so stressed, crying because why can I not do the thing that I want to do? So that push and resilience to like get up on days that you're not feeling your hundred percent to go makes me wake up on days like like you know this work yeah. or this course or this. Yeah. To push. So that that's his last words, Jotham. But I think the part that also helps him is that people always like um, help him at his lowest point. Like James and the Leicester scouts, they all found him at his lowest point and helped him get to where he is now. So I, I think the lesson there is try. If you if you don't succeed, you get something out of it. You may get a lesson on how to do it better next time, or you you always take something away with you. There's always a silver lining in every dark cloud. Yeah. Wow. Then as well, I would like to also uh, chip in that um, we know we've met uh, and we know people and we've met people along. I mean the journey whereby um, if I say people let's say family whereby the parents have brought their kids for the first time to race but you could tell that it was rather the parents call and not the children's call mm -hmm. uh, you can see clearly that a child is not interested mm -hmm. but yet they've been pushed into it yeah, this can be dangerous. Yeah. It can it can even affect the child in the other things that they are more interested. Yeah. So I just want to take this opportunity to say look, never push your children into something that they aren't ready or not interested in. Yeah. And then at the same time as well, some of the children want to do it but they are driven by fear and the only way to 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 help such a child into uh, uh, a sport like this of this nature whereby it is high speed obviously so the child already is scared of speed but yet want to get mm -hmm. into it it's doable, but it needs a, a, a specific way of uh, let your approach be different. It needs more of talking, more of lecturing, more of like uh, little short trials. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes I say, look, you know what, for today, just let a child just come and sit in the car. Let him sit in the car. Let him feel the car, let him see the car, let him uh, uh, ask questions about the car, let him watch people drive it. That is the first step for a child who is properly like afraid of speed but yet want to be a driver. Mm -hmm. Because these things are two different things where the interest is there but fear. Because even, let me, let me tell I mean, we have prof some professional drivers 
can't take some speed. Yeah, of course. You think people who are drivers or professionals, so they don't fear the speed they go. Some still have that problem. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It 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 requires particular. I won't say specific, but particular way to to build the child's confidence. You understand the child's confidence in a very subtle way. Because if you rush it, then it, the, it can also backfire on the child. So, also be guided yeah. by the child. If the child wants to do it, I think they will, they will do it. But at times they need to be encouraged and nudged. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 Because, we, we, you, isn't it? Remember, we've met children that they, they wish they, they can do it. But when they come to the, uh, the, 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 the circuit and they see how the boys are racing, Oh wow, man! This is yeah. yeah. They think wow, it's a different thing from what they saw on telly. Mm -hmm. Even the sound of the cars, sound of the racing cars, even talk, like scares people. So sometimes these sort of children, you need to be very gentle, give them the gentle guidance yeah. uh, as slow as possible. Yeah, and in a very gradual way, so that they can then overcome the fears, build more confidence. And then, by the time you realize, they'll be doing it. Yeah. So my that's last gonna, yeah. Um, words would be to, um, if I was to do this again, I would do it with the same team. Aww. I will do, I'll make the same mistakes that I have made now, because the mistakes have been beautiful. And, and at times we, we've got something that we're trying to work out. Let's say, we've, we've, by a brand new awning, how does this thing work? We figure it out together. So I will pick the same team with the same <laughs> with and, 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 and I will work and enhance with them enhance the same shortcomings that each and every one of us brings because none of us are perfect. And if this team was perfect as soon as I joined it becomes imperfect and so, because everybody brings their own understanding into things. I mean, we've gone out and there's been days that Jotham has said something that, oh, we've forgotten this that nobody else thought about. Mm -hmm. He being the youngest, other people will like dismiss what have you got to mm -hmm. say in this. Yeah. But he even puts in his inputs in this. So I think I would do it all over again. But, um, and the last word and the, the reason, I'd say word, but, but maybe a couple, the reason why we're doing this is to actually let other families know there's very few families that look like us that do what yeah. we have tried yeah. to do over yeah. the years. And we get to some circuits where people look down on us and oh, yeah. believe like, <laughs> even like, why are you here to do? But then mm -hmm. when our boys start to yeah. start to show them yeah. how yes. to do it, yeah. They now want to. They now want. Yeah, they now want to engage with us. Mm. Or you yeah. can have it the other way round, where yeah. people want to be friend with us. But as soon as our children defeat them, then we're no longer That's friends. It. So I think the lesson is that there's very few of us that do this because it's a sacrifice. I mean, we don't go racing because we've got the money to do it, but we go racing because we haven't got the money to do it. And we're driven by their dreams or the fact that this is very therapeutic for the family and we want to work on it together. Yeah. So it's healing as for you're us. doing it, you will, you'll, you'll have moments where things aren't working smoothly together. 
and we have we've had arguments on how to put the awning back or how to lift it or how to you know you do this do this but at the end of the day when we win we win together and and at the times when we we don't win we walk out and like what can we do better to get to where we need to so determination and resilience is the most most thing but to all um, people out there, all um, now I'm, I'm appealing, special appeal to sponsors and partners. Yes, oh, definitely. You've got a team here, AA Bros, two brothers, one team. So you've got two for the price of one. one. <laughs> <laughs> backing this family up would not just be backing a child or children or families that have got an interest or hobby. We've got a mission, or Nathan's brother's got a mission to inspire everybody else that's got lifelong medical condition that you can sp still pursue your dreams despite your diagnosis. Your diagnosis should never define who you are. Yeah. I mean, he's Nathan before he's Nathan with sickle cell. Yeah. When he's bringing his grades, he's like, I've got all nines, I'm Nathan before everything else that follows up. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got a Jotham who, everybody needs a Jotham in, my li in, in their life who would stand up and support his brother when he can't move in bed, when he can't do that. And then he's um, the most gentle giant. He's got times where everybody... You know, he's seeing that we're going to do this family, we're doing this, we're working together to get there. And the determination of him doing it and winning, may, he may not want to listen to what we have to say because he's got his vision and he knows this tweaking would work. And therefore, I'm doing this because I want the family to succeed. I'm doing this because I want the children to succeed. And their determination and their proven record of success. I mean, you've seen the trophies and the championship so anybody partnering with these guys, you've got proven record of success, resilience, tenacity, hardworking, and fun. sky's the limit. Of course, we, they're having fun. We have fun. <laughs> we, we have are, so much fun. I think. We have yeah, so, we have so much, much fun. fun and I think, Jotham, what would you tell your, your yeah. younger self? Um, that I would tell my younger self that there's always ups and downs, but you just need to keep going yeah. and never give up. And just keep, just keep going. Cause even if you make mistakes, yeah. those mistakes will help you. In yeah, just stay focused, isn't it? That's yeah. It. Yeah. And you, you're younger. Oh, you're <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. We'll end that here then. Thank Thanks you guys for, for listening. listening. Thank Bye. you. Thanks. Thank you for having you.